going on you're listening to cheers from the press box i'm your host headphone joe and like i said brennan football 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 we are back how you doing buddy good man how are you crazy weekend um that was uh, all of my fantasy oh really yeah all three leagues i was in the mile high uh one two out of three leagues so not too bad Place a bet on a team. I'll talk about that later. Uh, we'll see how that bet played out for your boy. Uh, but like any other week, folks, we have the kickoff where we're going to discuss, discuss where we're going to discuss some of the biggest games of the weekend in the NFL. And we're going to talk about some NCAA football. Uh, we're going to forego baseball because. The solitary days of September. We're gonna wait until postseason pick backs up in full swing uh, to get back to that. Then we got some quick hits. We got a bunch of quick hits. So, without any further ado, it's time to brush the dirt off a shiny new toy. It's time for the quick hits. Ready to return the opening kickoff. Perfect way to kick off. Here we go. Ah, Brennan. Do you want to tell the folks what, what I just bestowed upon you this morning? Yeah, so we have a timer now. Uh, we got shows, a clock. We got a clock. We got a clock. Shows run a little long. No big deal, but sometimes, especially now, uh, with with the kid working two jobs and Joe being super busy, we got to keep we got to keep the shows tight. So, for our own discipline, Joe got us a timer. Uh, we will do five minutes per topic for the big NFL games, the three NFL games, and then we will do one minute for one more round. And and the quick hits, quick. We'll do two minutes. I know Joe said quick hits to start this segment. It is the kickoff, though. We we know what's going on. All righty. Well, Brennan, uh, we had to add a game. It's not even on the rundown right now. No. But uh, we had to add a game because last night was a little bonkers. All right. Uh, you had the Jets in their first game with their new quarterback take on the Bills in MetLife. Um, Aaron Rodgers' only highlight as a Jet is carrying out the American flag. Uh, that I was know. weird Can you to see. <laughs> so he gets hurt extremely early on. Um, and then the game plays out. Brendan. Can you tell us how or what you thought as this game unfolded? Yeah, uh, Josh Allen is Josh Allen. Uh, Since Brian Dable left, he has been more erratic, more of a risk taker, which is interesting because his first two years in the league, he was like this. And then everyone, his third year was like, oh, he's a bust, he's a bust. And then after his third season, everyone's like, oh, Brian Dable got him under control. He figured him out. And then Brian Dable goes to the New York Giants last year, and he's erratic and throwing, like, red zone picks like crazy. And this was more of the same. He had three interceptions 
Uh, the Jets, I saw a really funny meme where it was just basically Jets fans being like, no, 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 after Aaron Rodgers went down. And then at the very end of the game, like, yes, yes, yes. Uh, Jets end up winning this game in overtime. Uh, Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Uh, it was the Aaron Rodgers thing was probably the biggest deal because obviously he's been talked about all offseason going to the Jets, going to take this team to the Super Bowl. And now he's out with an Achilles uh, so potential Achilles potentially is it confirmed yet? No, it was. Uh, that's what Adam Schefter was reporting potentially. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, I don't know. The Jets have a fantastic defense. The offense does not look great, and the Bills. I don't. I don't even know what to say because everyone's picking the Bills to be like the top, the second AFC team, and they looked pathetic yesterday. Yeah, uh, just three picks. Yeah. Um. Yeah, as you alluded to, he was the bell of the ball for two seasons with Brian Dayball, uh, and then Dayball left and took his you know avoiding turnovers magic to Daniel Jones, who went from having like eighteen fumbles a season or turnovers a season to just six last year. Yep. Um. Josh Allen has a lot of YOLO in his game. He has a lot of <laughs> yeah. fucking in his game. He thinks that he is the strongest, bestest ever to throw a football. So he can throw it farther and harder than anyone else. The problem is the defender's usually further than anyone else. Yeah. Uh, that first pick, <laughs> did you see that first pick? He just, yeah. like, rainbow-balled it all the way. It was, like, 60 yards right into the insane. defender. Like, overthrew his yeah. receiver by, like, overthrew seven yards. Receiver. Defender caught it like he was about to walk into a touchdown. Yeah. It was insane. Uh, uh, Jordan Whitehead, I want to say, had like two out of three of the interceptions. Uh, no, he had all three of them. Jeez. Uh, That's what happens when you try to avoid throwing the sauce. But, um, yeah, honestly. Uh, Zach well, Wilson, no, obviously, mean, is not going to be the answer. No. <laughs> um, if this team wants you know anything good to come out of this season, uh, do they go look towards somebody else, you think? See, this is what I don't know, because I really wanted to believe that Zach Wilson was going to be the guy two years from now after he had some tutelage under Aaron Rodgers. Then Aaron Rodgers retires in two years and then Zach Wilson could play. You thought they would keep him for four years on a rookie deal and then have to go into a fifth year option and potentially give him a long term contract? I think that's what they wanted, because I think what their their hope was. was I hope you're. The GM of the fucking Giants. No, I, this, but listen, I think what their hope was, was we're not going to have to overpay this guy and he could be competent enough with our defense to get us back into the playoffs after Aaron leaves under the tutelage of Aaron. It's not like they would have to go out and pay him $50 million a year like a Joe Burrow contract. They'd pay him like, what, $25, $30 million a year, which is super cheap for a, a quarterback. That, but for somebody who was terrible in two seasons when he was a starter, and then we just didn't see him for two years. Baker Mayfield's still playing, man. And he's not getting $25 million. <laughs> Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I, I, they and he's on the team that drafted him. Yeah, that's true. He's uh, been on four teams in two years. I don't know. I just don't. I, some of these guys I feel bad for that get these first-round picks and then end up not even getting a chance. You throw them in the fire right away, and then obviously it's a lot of pressure. And then they crumble, and then you know I've seen the replacements. And so also, many times. sometimes they're not good. I mean, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. That's true. <laughs> Guy playing at BYU, not playing the best talent out there. You know, having one good game every couple of uh, national televised games. And, I'm still on the oh, Sam wow. Darnold bandwagon, so. Oh, I know. I would say yeah, yeah, I know exactly. 
Um, your quarterback evaluation is not the greatest. You you thought Gardner Minshew. I want to Gardner Minshew to second say. coming. <laughs> so, he was. He would have been. Would not have been. Would have been. Um, your well, defense yeah, so, let him down last year. Oh, well, that's what it was. It's your defense. Um, I'm pretty sure the defense got a touchdown for him in that Cowboys game. He couldn't do anything in the fourth hey, quarter. That defense let him put 30, like, what was that, 40 points on him? Uh, Yeah, we put like 30-something on them. But, uh, whoa, that took long to get there. Um, all right. So, I mean, Jets don't make the playoffs. Bills. I was the last thoughts. Bills out. Uh, I didn't have the Bills being, I think I did have them being a top team, but not the top, the second or third best team in the AFC. Um, I definitely think they're going to have a come to Jesus moment with Josh Allen. They're really going to have to discuss that again. It's so infuriating that. A team with this much talent to a degree uh, can't run the ball. Still can't run the ball. And Josh Allen has the top. I did or you did? I had him third overall. Overall. Oh, overall. Uh, But Josh Allen, last thing I got to say is Josh Allen, (laughs) on a day where Aaron Rodgers goes down with an Achilles injury, you can't be running into defenders like (laughs) you're still 12 years old, man. Like, you're going to get hurt. Yeah. This has to stop. This has to stop. All right. Now it's time for the real game of the week. Game of the week. All right. Brennan. Yes. Miami played a poor game last year against the Los Angeles Chargers where uh, it had two and on reeling. It had everybody who, you know, wanted to make Joe Justin Herbert. I almost said Joe Burrow. Everybody who wanted to make Justin Herbert the second coming of Jesus Christ. Um, Brandon Staley looked like a genius in this game. He stopped the high-poweredness of uh, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell. But the same could not be said for this game. Brennan, what were your thoughts on Miami 36, Chargers 34? Um, So the Chargers have no excuse on defense. They have all their guys. They had no significant injuries uh, coming into this game. And every year we say the Chargers are going to their their defense looks pretty good as long as everyone can stay healthy. The Chargers have been uh, <coughs> kind of riddled with the injury bug, almost like Baltimore, where it's like extensive. It's not just like one or two guys. It's been like extensive starters being out. But Miami was the darling of the offseason for a lot of people. Everyone, it was the same thing. If Tua can stay healthy, if Tua can stay healthy, if Tua can stay healthy. And guess what? It's week one. Tua is healthy. And... This was nuts. Uh, Tyreek Hill, what were those final stats? 11 receptions, 215 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Tua Valoa threw for 466 yards and three tutties. Uh, Crazy. The, yeah, the Chargers defense is overmatched. It was overpowered. <laughs> uh, Tyreek Hill's really good at running fast, I'll tell you that much. Uh, it's interesting, too, because Mike McDaniels even said last year, he was just running, which was my rap on Tyreek for the longest time was he just runs. He doesn't run routes. He just runs down the field. And it's interesting to be you know, vindicated by his head coach, Mike McDaniels, by him saying that. But kind of a double-edged thing because Mike McDaniels was like, but this year he's actually running routes, so he's going sure. to be a lot better. And I was like, God damn it. Uh, <laughs> Tyreek fell to like the second round of our fantasy draft because it's only 10 teams, and everyone was like, oh, two is not going to play this year. And oh. we all look like idiots, so... 
Yeah, I think it's probably fell in my league too. Yeah, Brennan, you can hear people in the background. I don't know if that's coming to the microphone. Yeah, it was. That's that, that, that. It scared me. What was that? I don't know. Somebody else. I don't know. Okay. But I don't know if it's coming through my recording. It might be coming because oh. you are in uh, uh, the original sound. Oh, yeah. True. Um, yeah, so they played great. One one quick thing, Justin Herbert, we all thought with uh, Kellen Moore, this would be a new high-powered offense. Uh, I understand the idea was we're getting short yardage, so let's keep going for short yardage. They didn't really even try to push it down the field. So that was disappointing. I mean, look, more and more, everything I say is coming to fruition. I told people to slow the roll on uh, Josh Allen. I told people to slow their roll on Justin Herbert. I was behind you with Herbert, obviously. I told people to slow their roll with Joe Burrow. We'll get to that a little later. Um, But, yeah, no, Miami looked looked electric. They looked what their offense looked like to start last season. Um, But their defense gave a lot to desire, especially in the run game. Chargers ran for like over 200 yards on the ground. Um, both of their running backs got a touchdown. Both of them almost ran for 100 yards on only 32 attempts total, uh, 16 for each of them. Um, but yeah, other than that, I mean, the Dolphins' pass defense was really good. They kept Justin Herbert under 250 yards to start the season. Um, a lot of that does have to do with them again not going deep. I, I don't know what the whole thing we we were sold on. He has one of the best deep balls. Oh, his arm talent is amazing. And no one can figure out how to use him to throw the ball deep unless it's like the end of the game and they need everything in the world. Um, yeah, he literally is like a character you would create in Madden, like six, five, 240 pounds and has like a 99 power. Throw yeah. Power. So, but like they don't, they never use it. Yeah. Um, Tua walked away healthy. Tua never got sacked. Uh, I think that's a big accomplishment, um, especially for their offensive line, offensive line that uh, we've often thought as a bunch of dots and people going to run through those dots. Um, yeah, I mean, the pass defense for the Dolphins looks as good as advertised, and Jalen Ramsey isn't even there yet. They did that with Eli Apple. Uh Tua had one interception. What do you think now Now that we have results in hand, what do you think for these teams going forward? I think the Chargers are going to charge her. They're going to squeak into the playoffs, barely, maybe, um, and then they'll lose in the first round. I think Miami's going to win the AFC East at this point. After, I mean, this is a week one overreaction. There's obviously... That's what we're here for today. Week one overreaction. Obviously, the disclaimer... If Tua can stay healthy, even if Tua misses one or two games, I don't think that's big of, that big of a deal. If Tua goes down with a massive concussion again, though, I, you know, that's all up in the air. But they do have Mike White, and some people say he's better than Zach Wilson. So I would say the Jets probably need to trade back for White, Mike. <laughs> you think they could? I mean, we know you have a super said, injury prone quarterback, but can we have our guy back, please? My buddy said uh, they need to go and try to get a. Uh, but Sam Darnold back, actually. Yeah. Well, I don't. I'm confused. Why is the bell going off like ten, five seconds after the? Alarm? Because I have to click it. Oh, okay. And then it like for some reason I got to clip it to where it, it's like immediately it has like two seconds of lead time. So okay. I tried to time it that time, but you know, it, I'm talking. Yeah. We're gonna figure this out. But um, yeah, no, I think uh, I think you're right. The overreaction. I think the Dolphins. 
may win the AFC East. I think they might be the best team there now. Um, I will want to say I do want to say one thing from the last game. Though Josh Allen was bad, that Jets defense looked for real. Yes, <laughs> yes. I think it was also the Jets defense making them look bad. Yes, I don't want to just put it all on Josh Allen. That Jets defense looked for real. <laughs> so good. It's so good. Man, uh, Robert Sala knows how to coach one side of the ball. Matt uh, what, knows how to dude? draft, knows how to sign, knows how to coach. Everything what's the other for the dude? Hack it. We'll see what you do offensively with Zach Wilson now, buddy. But all right, on to the next one. Ah, Brennan. Joe, this one was a little nerve-wracking. I would like to get your thoughts first on this game. All right. Well, to start this off, as we were traveling to Denver, Scott told me something. He told us all something. He said, hey, there's a site called Points Bet. Right now they have a promotion running. If you bet $50, if you put $50 in, bet $50 on a game, just 50 straight up. Uh, on one game, you can't like spread it around. You get a voucher for Fanatics, $150 voucher towards Fanatics. Oh, shit. I was like, wow, it's pretty cool. So you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to put $50 on my Eagles because we're playing the Patriots. You know, we should beat them. What's the spread? Spread's 4.5. <laughs> yeah, I- I'm taking that. That's that's more points than I think. we. Sh- I think this is going to be a total trouncing. So yeah. game starts, you know, offense looks semi okay, and we get three points on the first drive. Then ball switches hands, and then we get a pick six, just right then and there. Boom, pick six. Shout out to Darius Slay. Now we're now it's ten. Great zero. signing, by the way. Oh man, I mean, love to have him back. Uh, and then Zeke Elliott, who has been a uh, thorn in my side because he was a cowboy. Not because it was good or anything, just because he was there. <laughs> uh, has a fumble, which I'm accustomed to seeing. And the Eagles then score again. Six point, missed the field goal. Uh, Jake Elliott missed the extra PAT there. Uh, but we're up 16 0. Brennan, I'm like five. I got 4.5 on my bet, baby. I'm feeling good. And then, like, the Belichick thing happens where, oh, yeah, he is the smartest guy and he understands offense and defense and he has an actual offensive coordinator this time. Uh, and it got tight. It got tight. Uh, this game ended up being a five-point game for much of the second half there where New England's trying to threaten to score late in the game. Jalen Hurts has a terrible fumble uh, that sets them up, but the defense holds on. It took them... It felt like me, Kyle, everybody was watching this game, but me and Kyle were obviously Eagles fan and we were yeah. panicking because we could not get a sack for 45, 55 minutes of the damn game until like the final two drives where we finally got that ugly, mean mug of Mark Mac Jones on the ground. Um, it's interesting, too, because going into this game, and I know you kind of touched on it, going into this game, it was like, Oh, the Patriots don't stand a chance. The Eagles have the, the second, on paper, the second, if not the first best team in the NFL, especially on the defensive side of the ball. But Bill, like you said, Bill just like pulled it out of his ass. Drew up a good one. Drew up a yeah. great one. I yeah, because they should have gone down. They should have gone down like 35 to nothing by, the, you know what I mean? Like, 
watching some of these games, you, you know what I'm saying? Like some of these no, games, like the teams just like let go and you're like, wait, yeah. what's happening here? The flow and the rhythm, like it should have been like after that pick six, head. you should have been like, oh, I'll pack it in. We're, we're going home. Let's after get the here. fumble, 16-0, yeah, it's yeah. like, all right, let's. But um, no, there's a few things I picked up. Um, one day, I mean, they completely just took Dallas Goddard out of the game. I think he had one attempt for the entirety of the game. But uh, Nick Sirianni uh, alluded to it. The guys are rusty, one, because – and he took uh, some blame for – some heat for that because he didn't play them in the preseason at all. Maybe he should have because the last game they actually – that game they played now was the Super Bowl, basically. Um, good to get out of there with a win. But the other thing um, – oh, shoot. You take it. I lost my thought. So the good thing about the NFL is that it's not like uh, college football where it's analytical, where it's like, oh, well, this team, what's the strength of schedule? What's this? What's that? It's mathematical because everyone's good in the NFL. So the win is the win. To quote Dom Toretto from Fast and the Furious, doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. Winning's winning in the NFL. So the fact that you guys got out of here with the win, that's all that matters. That's what I was going to say. Uh, last season doesn't carry over to this season. We don't become, what, 17-1 and one or whatever. Yeah. Uh, this is a new season. No one cares what you did last year. That that was something that they kept harping on that he said in the pregame speech because in week one we had the, the Super Bowl camps lose to a team that you don't think they should lose to. So every season I brings hope. new uh, – <laughs> every season brings new outcomes. So you don't want to – the result was messy, but the result was still positive. You still got to win. Um, you build on it throughout the season. And this is something I asked for last year. I said, sometimes we're going to have to win ugly. I think this is probably the second best defense we're going to see all year. So to get out of there at all is still an encouraging side result. Yeah, their defense, that defense is very good. Yeah. Um I kind of took the whole segment. I'll let you take the next one, though. Uh, what were your final takeaways from this game? Oh, from this game? Uh, Philly's yeah. going to be all right. Uh, that defense isn't going to get nearly the pressure that it did last year because stacks, uh, sacks are one of those kind of stats like interceptions. So, uh, excuse me, they'll still get pressure, but they're not going to get as many sacks is what yeah. I kind of meant to say. Uh, but they're they're going to be fine. They're going to be just fine. Jalen looks good. Uh I think they're going to be fine. I need AJ Brown to produce a little more. I know you say we don't care you and about me both, buddy. Yeah, we don't care about last season. Well, AJ Brown was my workhorse on fantasy, so I took him pretty early this year too, and that was a big. I had him in a keeper league, so <laughs> yes, we're in the same boat. But uh, they're going to be just fine. I think um, the Patriots' defense will carry them to nine and eight, and maybe a playoff berth. But AFC is tough this year. AFC is going to be super tough. I do see that defense doing enough and Bill O'Brien getting enough out of Mac Jones. Um, I mean, he got a lot out of him this game. It was just down the stretch. They needed uh, they needed first down, so they held the ball, and the defense could finally come home and get some sacks. Um, I also want to kind of throw this game away because abysmal conditions. Like, it was torrential downpour, like, from in the entire first half and then the second half, it was still raining, not as hard. But um, for the first game of the season on the road to be in weather, like, and we really couldn't get, I mean, after the first drive, we really couldn't get a foothold as far as the running game was concerned. So, yeah, just to get out of there alive was, uh, is enough. But I do think we'll be fine going forward. The team still looked good enough to where I'm confident. Yeah. All right. 
Ah, speaking of early scares, Brennan, the Jacksonville Jaguars were down for a bit there to the Indianapolis Colts and their rookie QB. Brennan, walk us through your thoughts and (laughs) how was it watching this game? All right, so I watched this whole game start to finish, went to St. Pat's on 46th Street, shout out in Midtown Manhattan. That is a Jaguars bar. So funny when people come in there, see all the Jags fans and go, oh, do you guys play other games here? No, get out. Hey, I like that Marlins jersey. I got you that. Um, you did. So a couple of things. I thought we'd roll, steamroll this team. The Jacksonville Jaguars taking on the Indianapolis Colts in Indianapolis. Uh, Anthony Richardson, the rookie out of Florida starting this game. AR, oh, he doesn't go by that nickname anymore. Doesn't um, do it. That, that's why I stopped. Uh, so a couple of things. The Colts... The thing I th- I thought we would steamroll this. I was like I bought into the hype. I'm not gonna lie. I was like all in on the Jags hype this year. I have yeah, you them had like them ninth overall, eighth or ninth, <laughs> yeah, overall. Um, but I'm gonna use a lot of the same stuff that uh, Joe just used as far as explanations. You know, it's, don't have the rain. I'll, so that's that's true. It was in a use. dome. But it is the <laughs> beginning of the season. Trevor didn't play really at all in the preseason. Um. A couple of things I do want to mention. Defense looked way better than we thought. Uh, you know, Saxonville is a thing of the past. That was the 2017 run. And we had Josh Allen. We took Chase on with a f- first-round pick like f- three years ago, four years ago. We took Trayvon Walker, obviously, with the number one pick last year. We're constantly taking players. Devin Lloyd, we took in the third-round pick, and another off-ball linebacker. We're always taking these guys super early on defense. And we've talked about it before. Since 2009, we've had like 12 first-round picks go towards the defensive side of the ball, and none of those guys are on the team anymore except Josh Allen and the you know uh, Chase on and Trayvon. Uh, so pressure was gotten, uh, and it was gotten kind of often. I think Josh Allen ended up with three sacks. Trayvon Walker ended up with a sack, bless you, uh, which was very encouraging to see. Uh, Josh Allen, I pick every year for defensive player of the year uh, as a long shot bet, uh, hoping it's going to pay out. And this year it actually is looking pretty good. Uh, Three sacks for his first game. The offense looked mismanaged at times in the first three quarters. Uh, Tank Bigsby, the rookie out of Auburn that we took with the 33rd pick, so basically a first-round running back, uh, did not look great. And I... If they would have called me, I would have told him I've been playing him with him on Madden. And every time he goes in for Leonard Fournette, something bad happens. Or Leonard Fournette. Every time he goes in for Travis Etienne, something bad happens. So I could have told him. Uh, <laughs> but nobody asked me. But, yeah, he had a a pop-up that, that turned into a pick. He had another one where there was that weird play towards the end where everyone thought it was an incomplete pass. So Tank was just standing there with the ball. Turns out it was a fumble. So they knocked it out. And Buckner scored a touchdown. That was crazy. Oh, man, I missed that one. What? Yeah. yeah. Uh, look it up. It was hilarious. Basically, Trevor Lawrence is getting sacked. as he, Buckner is sacking Trevor Lawrence, but the ball goes forward, so everyone assumes it's an incomplete pass. Turns out it's because Buckner's big bear paw knocked it forward, so it was oh, a wow. fumble. So Tank is standing there just holding the ball like an asshole, and then one of the Colts defenders runs up and just punches the ball out, and Buckner picks it up. So Buckner got a sack, forced fumble, uh, fumble recovery and touchdown all in one play. Jeez. Yeah. And then never once did I feel like we were going to lose this game, even when Indianapolis was up. Uh, obviously, the fourth quarter 
is all you need to know. It took us three quarters to get there, but the fourth quarter we looked. I mean, honestly, if you watch the game, the first three quarters it was back and forth. The fourth quarter we were dominant. Like in the fourth quarter, we had no worry. Like Anthony Richardson starts throwing picks. We're getting sacks. The offense is just you know rumbling down the field. So that's that's the team I'm hoping comes out next week against the champs because we got the champs at home next week. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, Did you see yeah, any of this no. game? I saw a good bit of this guy. I just missed that part. I saw Travis Etienne's well, touchdown yeah, the yeah. final uh, in the fourth quarter. Tank yeah. Bigsby's touchdown in the fourth quarter. Um, Andy Richardson. Uh, oh, yeah, because I texted to you. too much. Yeah, we were texting at that point. Because you said Trevor Lawrence is no Jalen Hurts. And I said, Tank Bigsby's is no first-round running back. <laughs> That's right. Because I think it was in the third, maybe, where um, – they tried. They needed a first down, and they lined up for a quarterback sneak, and they did not get it they at didn't all. Get it, um, but yeah, Anthony Richardson um, looked good. Honestly, of all the rookie quarterbacks, probably looked the best. I'd say a lot more poised um, than I thought he'd be. Yeah, a lot more poised. Uh, the one interception he had, bonehead play. Uh, just wanted a little too much. Thought he could, and I mean, really, your defender made a oh day. Timer got me. Your defender really raised up and had a hell of an interception on Tyson that Campbell, one. man. Underrated. Yeah. Most underrated defensive back in the NFL. Um, so I think he's gonna be good. I think they're gonna be good. Um man, it really it really helped them if they had a running back who was like a workhorse who could alleviate some of the pressure on him. You know, somebody like a Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Hey. Whoa. Hey. Wait. What happened? Get that there? man in the building. I took him <laughs> in the eighth round in fantasy. Let's get that man in the building. Uh. Well, he's gonna have to sit for four weeks minimum. Uh. So yeah, I think I think the Jags are gonna be fine. I mean, I had them eleventh in, in my power ranking going into the season. Um. But are the Colts I, better than you thought? The Colts are about where I thought. I thought they'd be competitive a lot of games. They'd win some divisional games because the division is weak, um, mainly against uh, the Titans and Houston. Yeah, I know what you um, mean. Yeah, I, was, I didn't have the I, when I went through the schedule. I didn't have them beating you guys. I had them taking one off of those other two teams, uh, other three teams, two teams, two teams, other two teams, four in the division. Um, but yeah. Uh, I heard, I mean, look, we heard a lot of buzz about Anthony Richardson. I thought the physical nature of his, uh, his physical, his physical, physicality, his physicality, no, his attributes, his abilities. Uh, I thought it would be a Justin Fields situation. I thought it would be a Justin, his physical, his physical gifts, physical tools. He doesn't look Uh, as big as Justin, though, and he got hurt in the fourth quarter. He did get hurt, but I don't think he really got hurt. I think he got dinged, got his bell rung a little bit. Not yeah. like a concussion or anything. More no, like, just, you know, got a little stinger. that's a man hitting me. <laughs> yeah, this isn't. We're, like, not, we're not in Florida uh, anymore. Yeah, and I think uh, I think Trevor Lawrence, I heard Trevor Lawrence went up to him after the game and was like, hey, they hit different up here. Don't try that. <laughs> like, go <Yeah>. down. <laughs> so Yeah, Trevor Lawrence was doing a couple of slides here and there. Yeah, I mean, you got to. You got to protect yourself. You got to protect your investment. Trevor Lawrence seen all the contracts ever signed uh, the last yeah, Trevor Lawrence month is going to get so. fifty million dollars a year. So interesting. Justin Fields weighs is smaller. Yeah, I was about to say you said that, and I was like, I don't think Justin Fields is that big. But no, but he looks thicker. Maybe that's because uh, he's shorter. A lot of padding, maybe shorter, probably. Yeah, yeah, because he's a couple. Because Richardson's shorter. like what six four, six five. Richardson is listed at six four, two hundred and forty five pounds. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, every body type is different. You can't go by the stats. I'm saying Justin Fields looks thick. 
And Anthony yeah. Richardson looked just like kind of ripped. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think uh, the overreaction from this game is Shane Jackson Steichen. was going to the Super Bowl? <laughs> no. Shane Steichen knows how to coach. Yes. Uh, Shane Steichen knows how to coach. And uh, Doug Peterson still has a bag of tricks. Dougie so Fresh. Fresh. All right. All right. What's time now is... What's time? I thought we were doing one minute for one more round and then two minutes for quick hits. That's what we did say. Okay, good job. Thank you. Keeping us honest. Keeping us honest. You take the first one? All right. Should I take the first one? Uh, Sure. That gives me. That gives you hmm. Dallas Giants. No, it does if I take the first one. It does. No, do you? No, it doesn't. Do I'm sorry. Other, I'm bad at math. All right. I'll <laughs> take the first one. All right. <clears throat> we'll let you Hit talk it. about your uh, team. Okay, here we go. So first one is going to be Las Vegas Raiders at the Denver Broncos in mile high. The Vegas Raiders get out of this. Squeak it out with the win. Jimmy Garoppolo looks great. He had that one pick, but he was 20 of 26 for 200 yards. Russell Wilson uh, looked better. Um, I don't know. Sean Payton kicked an onside kick in like the first six minutes of this game. I think he kind of wanted to set the tone. Uh, Everyone was talking about how Sean Payton was going to turn Denver around. Russell Wilson had 27 completions, but only 177 yards, which is a a weird thing to see. Jacoby Myers, uh, my fantasy wide receiver, my fantasy wide receiver, two touchdowns, nine receptions, 81 yards. I think the Raiders, the Raiders might be a little better than people thought. People said it was going to be a dumpster fire. Max Crosby can still get to the quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo looks like a competent quarterback. Denver, don't believe the hype. They're going to be good, but not nearly as good as everybody thinks they're going to be. All right. Um, one thing I did want to ask. Uh, the, the same problems that befuddled them last year. Not the same problems, but the same margin of victory that befuddled them last year. I think last year, if they would have scored 18 points, they would have won like half of the games they lost. The Raiders, yeah. No, 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 no. The Denver. Oh, Denver? Again, if they would have scored just 18 points in this game, they would have won it. But there were two missed field goals by Will Lutz, who they just traded for, to trade for a kicker and then him come up short. Uh, Sean Payton obviously wanted his guy from the New Orleans that he trusted and uh, he did not deliver, did not deliver. All right. Eight of 10 Next. Denver losses were by one score. Yeah. Next game we have on the docket is the Cincinnati Bengals versus the Cleveland Browns. This game had a little bit of weather played outside. Obviously uh, there's hurricanes, you know, going up all edges of the universe at this point. Uh, climate change. Um, Joe Burrow just signed a massive contract, two hundred seventy-five and point oh one uh to get him to the fifty per year mark. And uh Joe Burrow, we, we need to talk about how they start their seasons. I think um is this an indication of future uh of future, you know, fuck ups? I don't know the word I'm looking for. But uh, last year, he had five interceptions in the first game of the season against the Steelers. Could have almost won that game, but they didn't. This year, he throws for 82 yards total. Um, Jamar Chase, non-existent. 
uh, T. Higgins non-existent. Everybody just blanketed. They got nothing going. They couldn't get the run game figured out. Oh damn! That 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 one minute. One minute will sneak on. up on you, baby. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Cleveland didn't look that great either, honestly. Except defensively, defensively they looked amazing. Um, Jim Schwartz. I wanted to say this. Jim Schwartz, not the greatest uh, head coach. Fantastic defensive coordinator. Amazing defensive coordinator. Amazing. He's got a couple rings to show for it. He does. He at least one. I know, but I don't know if he has one. Uh, but uh, all right, Brett. Next game. All right. So the next game is going to be the Green Bay Packers at the Chicago Bears. The aforementioned Chicago Bears. Green Bay with Jordan Love as the starter. Um, Aaron Jones, a man possessed, as we used to say, as I used to always say, uh, until he got hurt towards the end. But he's going to be fine. Jordan Love looks like the real deal. Looks like the real deal. Holyfield, baby. Looks like he sat behind Aaron Rodgers for three years under that tutelage. Everyone thought he was going to be a bust. 15 to 27 for 245 yards and three touchdowns. So apparently it wasn't Aaron Rodgers that owns the Bears. It is the Green Bay Packers that own the Chicago Bears. Um, I mean, what is there to say other than this Chicago Bears defense did not look good at all? which is not good. You trade away Rokon Smith, and now he's playing super well in Baltimore as the leader of that defense, and this is what you have. Uh, yeah, I was going to – one more thing I wanted to check. So as far as – oh, sack four times, yeah. So we knew that Green Bay defense was going to be pretty good. They got four sacks on Justin Fields in this game. Uh, so they got to figure it out. I know they're trying to do different things, but uh, – and they, everyone was poising uh, Chicago to make a big jump, but doesn't look like it's going to happen. Green Bay, not so fast, NFC North. Not so fast. Yeah. Um, yeah, especially with Minnesota losing as well. Uh, Detroit, though. Detroit put out a great performance. Um, it's almost like Mike, McF- Mike LeFleur. Maybe Aaron should have listened to him some more because, I mean – this was a game that was uh, Matt, Matt Lafleur. Matt Lafleur. I didn't know what the fuck his name. Was. I, well, I know there's two of them in the NFL. One, they're brothers, so I'm not sure where the other one is. Uh, the other one was the Jets OC, and then he got let go. Uh, I think he is Mike Lafleur, actually. Um, but yeah, no, that was kind of the give and take from the last couple of seasons with Matt Lafleur. Uh, who has more control of the offense, Rodgers or Lafleur? And then. Um, it was going to be the referendum game. This was this was the okay. Aaron is gone. Is Matt Lafleur's offense, you know, going to help Jordan Love? Because we don't know how good Jordan Love will be. And he had a lot of preseason hype. Uh, after a couple of games in the preseason, I heard a lot of pundits saying, "You know what? He looks better than expected." Is that because of the offense he's running? You know. At this point, we don't know how much to how much to how to divvy up the credit, but um, got a win in the win column on a team that Will Bond was so fucking high on it. It was so, yeah, so dumb. All right, uh, sorry, I took up some time there. Last game, Dallas Cowboys versus the New York Football Giants. The Football Giants got their heads caved in from Jump Street, uh, as W. Foxworth said. It, it looked as if they had the first 10 plays of this game scripted, and it looked great. Marched down the field, couldn't come away with a result, and then they got their field goal blocked, and that was all they had. 
that was all they had. Uh, Daniel Jones uh, turning back the turnover ways, two fumbles, two interceptions. Uh, so, man, they're paying $40 million a year to play the, the game there, folks. Couldn't yeah. throw through for only 104 yards. Um, Saquon had a fumble. Uh, well, was it a fumble? It, I think it got counted as an interception. He had it, got it popped uh, by Trayvon Diggs, and it ended up in the hands of Hooker. Um the Cowboys' defense is for real. That's something that uh, we knew going into this season. That's not something that is uh, uh, that is not something that's shocking. I'm, I'm trying to say, um, but yeah, will their offense have enough firepower to do anything uh, to make a dent in their um, NFC title hopes? Uh, we have we were yet to see. We, they didn't have to do a ton. Um, they didn't have to do a ton. I mean, they just had to borderline this game out and win by 40. So, yeah. All right. Giants are not for real. We're saying that all last year. Just want people to know that. You've been calling it. I was here first. You can't win one-score games at an extremely high rate. It's not feasible. Same thing happened to the Vikings this week. It's not feasible. You can't keep playing with fire. Ah, Brennan, the college football landscape. Are you watching more college football this year or no? I'm Am watching, I the only one that's back? <laughs> I am watching more. Not a lot, but more. Okay, same. I'm watching more. Not a ton, but I'm, I'm, I'm dipping the toes back in. Uh, we had an upset. Uh, my Miami Hurricanes beat 23rd-ranked Texas A&M. That was, a, I mean, not really an upset to me, but. It was an upset in the standings. How Statistically speaking, shaking. we had quite a few upsets this week. Yeah, we had uh, Alabama going down to Texas, 34-24. At Sorry. home by double digits, worst loss since 2007. Let me say that Miami score. We put 48 points on Jimbo Fisher's team. Uh, they had 33. Um, we need to clean up that 33. Uh, what other what other ones were there? Uh, Washington State beat number nineteen Wisconsin by oh um, that's by right almost that's double digits right. that was a big one that game was on at the yeah the night games were a little bit harder to keep track of because we were at uh, Greg and Kendra's wedding celebration but oh, that yeah. game was on in the shouts out R I P Greg shouts R I P Greg yeah. Congratulations as well. Uh, Appalachian State almost upset in North and Carolina. That, that was a one. close one. Yeah, wanted that one. For also, sure. uh, the University of uh, excuse me, Ohio beat FAU. Wow, which was an upset. upset. Ohio Wildcats only, or Bobcats, or whatever they are, only had like a three percent chance to win that game as far as wow. the betting money. FAU, everyone thought was going to roll over. First of all, we have Tom Herman, who's a very good coach. It's a Lane Kiffin situation all over again. And we have Tom Herman's hand-picked quarterback from Texas. Wow. When he was at Texas three years ago, and this guy was a freshman. Now he's a redshirt senior with Tom Herman again. And they just cannot get this shit together, man. That even, is upsetting. Even week one. We barely won that. That's upsetting. Well, Brennan, it's time for the game that's sweeping the nation that uh, will definitely have a sound before the year is done. Uh, it's time for who's in, who's out, who's up, who's down. Brennan, which one would you like first? Uh, let's let's do it the traditional style. Who's in, who's out? All right, who is in and who is out? We got 
The university, sorry, Miami University is in, coming in at 22 after their big game over Wait, A&M. Who's Miami? Miami of Ohio? What? No. The University of Miami? Miami University? The, yeah, un- the University of Miami. UM, not MU. You're right, yeah, sorry. I, Jesus, I, you, I just almost had a heart attack. I was like, is he having yeah. a stroke? You did, yeah, sorry. Yeah, you got me. University of Miami. I don't know what happened there. I don't know if I'm put this headset on next time, folks. <laughs> That's a homer to Nick Cassianos. Uh, and then Miami's Washington 22? State, Miami's 22nd, yes. Um, after their beat up of uh, Wisconsin, Washington State, who is a, a team without a, out a nation next year, um, they're 23rd. UCLA, don't know who they beat to get into 24th. And then Iowa in El Asico, after beating Iowa State, comes in at number 25. So, by the way, shout out to shout out to the fans of Iowa, Iowa State for just middle fingering all presidential candidates at that game. That was pretty funny. Oh, really? That's <laughs> yeah. Um, Cause you know, it's uh it's time for people to go to Iowa for no reason. And they'll not be back for another three years, uh, three to four years. But all right. Uh, who's, uh, who's out. We got Wisconsin taking that loss to Washington state. They're out. They were 19. They're gone. Uh, A&M, they lost to Miami. So they're gone. Tulane lost to Ole Miss in a closely contested game. They're gone. You know, we love the green wave. They lead the league in the green wave. And Clemson, after a slow start against uh, Charleston Southern before putting it on them, uh, wasn't impressive enough for the committee, or sorry, the, the AP. So they're out. Who's up? Who's down? Man, my voice is struggling. Uh, the biggest jumper we had, it was a long week. Biggest jump we had, Texas going up seven spots from 11 to four. Alabama falling seven spots from three to 10. Uh, Colorado jumped up four spots after they went against Nebraska. I believe I had that. Hmm. Uh, going up to 18, Ole Miss jumping up to 17. Uh, we had Florida State move up one. We had USC move up one to three and five, respectively. Notre Dame won. They went to nine. Tennessee won, but dropped two spots. Um, Ohio State dropped a spot. Oklahoma dropped a spot. And North Carolina dropped three spots. So that is who up, who's down, who's in, who's out. Your top six for this week is Georgia, Michigan, unmoved. Florida State, who jumped up. Texas, who jumped up. USC and Ohio State. All right. We'll be monitoring that all season to figure out who will be playing in the final four-team college football playoffs before they bump it up to 12 next? It's 12? Yeah, going up to 12. That is too many teams. It's too many. That is too many teams. It's so stupid. I've been, yeah. I'm looking through these conferences now. This is so fucking stupid, dude. It's all, look. That's what I wanted to talk about last week, but you weren't up to date on it. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. All right. All right. On to the quick hits. Quick. You'd be surprised how quick. Quick. Name hits. Quick hit. All right. The quick hits are brought to you by me and Brennan's 
the respective website stores. That's joedorville.com backslash store. Brennan, where can we find your merch again? Uh, BrennanTcomedy.com slash merch dash store. All right. So we're going to get right into it with the quick hits, folks. All right. In the WNBA, we have uh, we have finished the regular season. Your standings are Las Vegas Aces, <clears throat> Las Vegas Aces, one, New York Liberty, two, Connecticut Sun, three, Dallas Wings, four. They will play against my Atlanta Dream, five, uh, Minnesota Lynx, six, Washington Mystics, seven, and Chicago Sky. Somebody taking, get this guy a CT scan. Taking that eighth spot from the Sparks. Brennan, our teams will be facing off uh, this week for in that 4-5 matchup. Uh, Vegas is going to be playing Chicago. New what is York the series? Be it's best of three Mystic. or best of five? Best of three in the first round. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Put a little wager on this game? Oh, five ski. Put a little five ski. Put a little five ski. Put a little five ski on that. That's cool. On this with me. game, straight up. <laughs> on just the one. Oh, okay. On just or, the one game, not the series. Do you want to put it on the series? Yeah, let's put it on the series. Okay, series. A little five ski on the series. Come five on, five ski on the series. On the series. Um, yeah, no. Now this was a cat scan, huh? <laughs> this was a great. This is a great season. First year playing forty games. Um, went out. Went off without a hitch. Uh, without a hitch. Went off a hitch? What the heck happened? I'm struggling. Went off without uh, a hitch. <laughs> went off without a hitch. Uh, the Aces won the most games ever, obviously, because more games were added. 34. Uh, only six losses. The Liberty won the second Commissioner Cup. Um, and Alyssa Thomas had one of the most impressive seasons I've ever seen. She led the entire league in rebounds and uh, assists. She led the season in... I believe she broke the double doubles record earlier, as I've mentioned. She had uh, the most triple doubles, I want to say, in the season, uh, if not for the season. Um, so, yeah, there was a lot, a lot of good things that took place that we got to see. Uh, so, yeah, that bell means we have to move on. <clears throat> so, Brennan. U.S. Open. Did you? Did you? Were you able to catch any of this? No, I did not catch any of the U.S. Open. I heard a lot of the uh, highlights. Obviously, ipso facto, but I didn't catch anything live. Oh man, Brandon, it was Coco Golf though, our girl. Breakers. Coco Golf, South Florida's own, Delray Beach's own. Eighty-five percent sure she's of Haitian descent. I still can't find definitive proof, but I saw her one of her aunts, and I was like. I definitely went to Haitian church with that woman before. Yeah. Um, that's an archetype. But yeah, Coco Golf went down the first. We say set. archetype, we say stereotype. <laughs> you know, tomato, tomato. Uh, <laughs> Coco Golf went down in the first set uh, before rallying back to win the last two sets to win the match itself. Um, it was wholly impressive. It was uh, emotional as all get. And I mean, yeah, we got to remember this is a 19 year old who's been on the scene since she was 14 when she beat Venus at the U.S. Open um, five years ago. I can't uh, believe that so, was five years ago. I know. <laughs> I know. I just got to Atlanta, basically, more um, like a year into being in Atlanta. Um, so, yeah, that was it was a culmination. It was a coronation. It was funny because uh, Naomi Osaka was there. Naomi Osaka, who took the year off. 
because she had got pregnant, she was having a child. Said she's she already said prior to that match even she's going to be back for the Aussie Open um, in January of next year. So uh, now having them both with majors in hand, uh, this is kind of the two people we saw going forward uh, that would carry the mantle of Serena and Venus um, in their legacies. Also, uh, the, the Novak Djokovic won his 24th major, so... First male competitor, first, yeah, first male competitor to reach the number 24. Uh, that was pretty cool. Real quick. Uh, he's, go ahead. Uh, the Haitian Heritage Museum uh, for their Heroes of Haiti uh, celebration. Coco Goff, born yeah. in Delray Beach, Florida. American tennis player born to Haitian immigrant parents. Boom. I knew it. Oh, we have 100% confirmation, baby. Thank you. Haitian American, not Haitian immigrant. Haitian American parents. See, that's honestly, so. I'll say that's the thing. I think her parents are uh, born here. So yeah. They're that's not first, the thing that's she's always, not first generation. That's the thing that's always kind of throwing me off because I'm like, they look, they don't look like, like, uh, this is Joe Osaka's. saying all this, everybody. This is Joe. Oh, this is, I mean, this is, this is inside baseball, but like Naomi Osaka's dad looks like first generation. He looks like my parents or my yeah. uncles and aunts, whereas her parents, I'm they look more like my brothers and cousin where it's like, they look more. There is a natural. difference between being raised in a, a yeah. first world country and a third world country. Like they have a natural like rhythm Comfort to about being them. American. Yeah. Like. They look like, you know, they it's not foreign to them that really yeah. that much. So, um, yeah, so we have 100% confirmation. Naomi Osaka is one of ours. Yes. Uh, yeah, Novak Djokovic and all that good jazz. Uh, the U.S. Speaking of good jazz, let's talk basketball. about some bad jazz. Uh, the FIBA Basketball Championship World Cup, whatever the fuck it's called, happened. Uh, it was going on for like a month, and I really don't care, really don't watch. I just, but go ahead. I just because I actually I do I was watching some of this and tracking some of it because Bill Simmons was tracking some of it. Uh, I was gonna say how it's like four in the morning. It's just it was weird because we I just assumed it was gonna be U.S. Canada because every year Canada everybody assumes Jay Gilders Alexander and then you know everyone's like oh Canada's before anybody before anybody hits me with it. Yeah, I care about the women's World Cup more than FIBA basketball to wake up in the morning and watch. Yes, come on, we all know this about you, Joe. Everybody, (laughs) everybody listening knows that. but yeah, we got trounced by Germany. Yeah, we got beat by Germany. It was our second loss of the tournament. We also had lost to uh, not Latvia, but uh, I was going to say wasn't, Latvia. It wasn't Latvia? Was it? No, it wasn't Latvia. It was um, not Lithuania. Valanchunas is on the dang team. I can't remember now. Jonas Valanchunas, where is his home country? Slovenia? I'm going Slovenia or Lithuania. One of those two. Yeah. Uh, according to this, it's saying we lost to Canada. Yeah, we lost to them in the third place game. That's what I was going to get around to. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, yeah. So it was Germany versus Serbia in the finals. Germany what won. What the fuck is that? Uh, and then U.S. Canada played in the third place game. U.S. lost to Canada, so we did not medal. There's now rumors that LeBron wants to get a band of. Uh, band of thieves together to go to Paris for the Olympics because he is not happy that the U.S. is not meddled. Um, so he's trying to convince Steph and Kevin Durant that Lithuania. You know, gotta, Lithuania, boom. I thought I had that. 
So we'll see what happens with that on the international basketball stage. And all of that jazz. So wait, we um, lost to Canada? Lost to Canada in the third place game. We did not medal. We walked away with no medal. But we were already already qualified for the Olympics. So. Yeah, but we're the best team in the world. Yeah, but we didn't bring our best players. That's the thing. We did we didn't bring we didn't even bring our second rate best players. All right. Like the only person on that hey, team. My man out there. Do we have any all stars on this team? Can somebody answer me that? Do we have an all star? What's what's uh what's uh how, Anthony Edwards say, and I should say how many all stars do we have on this team? I know Anthony Edwards was there. Mm-hmm. But We'll get it back. We'll get it back in the the Olympics, the one that matters. We'll get Tatum out there. LeBron, you can stay home. We'll get Tatum out there. So that's what I'm saying. Like, we didn't have Tatum. We didn't have Devin Booker. We didn't have Bam out of bio. We need size. We need Bam. Or Joel's a French-born player. Joel Embiid. Uh, Joel Embiid can play for, like, three different countries. So, and the U.S. is one of them. But, yeah. It's France, the U.S., and Nigeria, right? I believe so. Yeah. Okay. All right. We got to move on. Uh, we got to move on. Sorry. I just wanted to try to figure out how many. Soccer corner. Ones. I'll take the lead on this one, baby. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm, I'm um, kidding. I was going to say there was no Fulham game. So just, there's just no Fulham game. Up. MLS, Messi's good. All right. MLS, Messi's good, even though Messi did not play. So <laughs> this is awkward. So uh, it's the international break. Um, oh, normally, is that what's going on? Well, I was wondering yeah. why I wasn't getting the updates on my phone. Internet, well, it's still still game. International breaks. Uh, so the Premier League was off, but MLS kept going. They trudged on, even though a lot of people were not on their respective teams. Inter Miami somehow still pulled out a three-one victory over what's it, Charlotte? No. Oh, sorry. 3-2 victory over Salt Lake City. So I saw Sporting Kansas City. I must have saw it mid-game. Uh, I swore it was 3-1. Uh, 3-2 victory over Sporting Kansas City. They are they have 28 points. Uh, the playoff right now, they need 40 points. They have two games in hand, but there's only about not much runway left, let's say. Uh, I think they only have eight games left or so. Let me go look it up. Forgot to hit the timer. Uh, oh, I'm bugging. They got like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. No, I was right on the money. Damn, look at that. Got eight games left. So, you know, we'll see. It's going to take a lot. It's going to take Hercules and Everett. It's going to take wins like they just had, um, even with Messi not being there. So I think he misses potentially one more game. Um, no, they already played the two games without him, and they won both of them. They beat LAFC 3-1. That's what it was. Uh, so, yeah, their next game is versus Atlanta, actually, and that is this weekend. So that's going to be interesting as well. But, all right, that's it. Soccer quarter. There's no bell because I forgot to start the timer there. So we're going to go right over to the press conference. We will bring you the press conference in its entirety. All right, that I've been got a little, you know, a little uh, right before the episode started. You know, a little experiment with the time clock. I think it went pretty. I love good. it. You know, I like it. 
I was say we'll be a little more better at it last ne- next it's week. It's my favorite uh, thing because then we don't end up just droning on and on about certain topics and get lost. Exactly. Going in on stats that are super unnecessary. Now, just try to keep the thing humming, keep the thing moving. But, Brennan, where can we find you? Um, you can find me on all social media at Brennan T. Comedy's website is BrennanTComedy.com. I uh, got some dates coming up in Philly in October, and then uh, I'll be all around New York uh, moving forward. Yes, yeah, so check it out. Oh, the one man show, Brennan, uh, ex drinking buddy, is on the Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash Brennan And then you can also check out my other podcast. I have a positivity podcast called The Power of How with Matt Fulcheron and Daniel Torado. And then I have my podcast, Ex Drinking Buddy, where I have guests on and we talk about their best and worst drinking drug party and getting in trouble stories called Ex Drinking Buddy. All right. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Dorval. That's Twitter and Instagram at Joe Dorval. You can head over to my website, joedorval.com. I announced last week on a new low that I have an album, a new album releasing on October 11th. It's a Wednesday. Wah, it's going to be wah, interesting. Wah. It's going to be fun. I'll do a full in-depth podcast with Brennan about the entire recording process because as I've been alluding, someone's a little different. It's a little different. Everything's a little different because I did all the instrumentation. I did all the uh, performing. I did all the recording and the arrangements all by myself. It didn't go uh, to my normal studio to get any help. I did it all myself because I wanted to figure it all out uh, not rely on someone else or going to someone's house. So it, it's going to be a fun one to discuss when we get around to it. Um, yeah. Also check out all the other shows on a new Anulo.co. Uh, we got a new low, the main show. We got who does a podcast last week. We did tenacious D in the pick of destiny. And uh, this upcoming week, we're going to be doing Greece next week. We're going to be doing Greece, the musical. It's on HBO max for like, Four more days or some shit. Uh, Grace, really? so we had to get a, yeah, Grace. Tenacious D though was That's fun. Awesome. You guys should yeah. do uh, check it out. Dirty Dancing. Uh, don't think there's music. There's in. not, but it's a great movie. I think it's just dancing. It's a great film. <laughs> Nobody puts baby in a corner. But uh, Brendan, get me out of here because I got a. Yeah, we got stuff to do. We got you got work. I got the gym and then work. All right, here we go. And that's I said work out. What? Get out of town. And that's why we play the game. Hello. Hello. Huge shout out. Kendra and Greg, congratulations. Y'all saucy kids.